So here's the thing. With Grace and Carly and it's season two. We have been able to do all this thanks to this free app called Anchor. We use their creation tools to create our podcast just how we want it. And then it does all the work distributing it to places like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. And we make money. That's right, folks. You two can talk into the oblivion and get paid to do it. So no matter the size of your following, even if you still only have those 12 listeners. Or if you're mega famous like us. Well, more or less. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started on your very own podcast. Hello! And welcome to So Here's the Thing with Grace and Carly. And Annie Jankovic, our special guest. Yay, Annie. Hello. We are so happy. Yay, we're Yay. so happy to have you here, Annie. Um, we had Annie Jankovic on, if you'll remember back when back when way back weeks ago when we talked about Cats the movie um, from 2019 and why it is movie ever made. Exactly. Of, all time. of all time of all time um and she lent her very very hot takes to us <laughs> and we enjoyed it so much that we thought we'd have her back but this time to uh to balance out your palette we decided to talk about an issue uh quite a bit more dire and pressing and relevant um very and different like vibe to- from cats very- very different from from cats it's very important to carry both of these vibes with you yes we need both (laughs) we need both of them um so annie without further ado would you like to tell all the lovely people what we are talking about today yeah today we're going to talk about the insulin price crisis and a bill that the washington state congress is voting on this legislative session Oh boy, I'm excited. We're going to learn a lot. It's boiling like a lot. hot tea and we are going to learn <laughs> a lot today. Because Annie's great and we love her. Yes, Annie is very, very knowledgeable about this particular issue. Um, and Carly and I are not quite so much. We know a little bit, but we may ask, especially at the beginning, some lowball questions just so we can all get on the same page so that we all fully understand and digest this podcast because it's going to be very important information for y'all to have. <laughs> Ooh, so first, oh my There's goodness. A, a hey, everybody, dog. there's a dog in the house in case you didn't know. Um, so, Annie, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and your particular um, affiliation with both diabetes and insulin um, and the insulin crisis right now. Yeah, so I'm a type 1 diabetic, and I have been since 2009, um, and I am 22 years old. I'm coming up on my 12th anniversary in April, and insulin wow. is expensive. Um, And I care a lot about lots of stuff. So I am currently the um, administrative lead for the Washington's chapter of T1 International, a global diabetes advocacy organization that mostly advocates for um, affordable insulin and supplies. And we also kind of do other stuff depending on where we're located. Like I said, we're in the Washington state one. We're mostly located in like the Puget Sound area, though we have some people from around the state. And I've been with them since 2018, I want to say. 
like wow. or no it was 2019 it was like okay. mid 2019 and back totally. when it was just me kevin and caldonia and there's more of us now wow Yay. you started from the bottom and now you're here and also 2019 was two years ago which is insane um <laughs> i think that's but... why i was thinking that <laughs> yeah oh yeah absolutely congratulations by the way yeah. for being with that particular organization for so long and for growing so much yeah it's very impressive um and makes you an absolute expert on this subject so yep. I'm going to start by asking you the lowest ball question of what we're talking about right now, which is, Annie, what is insulin? Yes. So when you're not a diabetic, you've got all your little organs in your body. And one of the organs that you've got is a pancreas. And what that guy does is he digests food and mostly glucose is what he deals in. Um, and breaks it down into the body so that you can function like a person. Um, when you are a type one diabetic, your pancreas is attacked uh, by your immune system. Your immune system recognizes it for some reason as a foreign enemy. And so it kills it. It's not your pancreas's fault he was murdered. Um, <laughs> and that means you've got no more insulin in your body, which is bad because insulin is what allows you to process food. And so if you don't have it, your body's like, oh, we've got too much sugar and I don't know what to do with it and we can't process it. And your liver's like, I'm gonna try to help a little bit. And your kidney's like, I'm gonna try to take the brunt, but now I'm gonna die too. And then you die. <laughs> oh no, oh, yeah, we don't like that at all. So, so insulin is injectable insulin um, is a hormone, a synthetic hormone that you take so that your body can process food the way it's supposed to. Um, if you're a type two diabetic, it's a little different because type one is like a full shutdown. Type two is more of a spectrum where your pancreas, you're developing some insulin resistance. So your pancreas like is starting to not work in stages. So you can have like mild type two or severe type two but with type one, which is most of the diabetes I'm going to be talking about, because that's the one I have, mm. it's just a full shutdown. You might have heard people, um, non-diabetics will talk about like their blood sugar feeling low. And that's mm. vaguely what happens when you don't eat. But because you have a pancreas who's putting insulin into your system, you're not going to fall like dangerously low. You're just going to be a little tired. And after you eat a lot, your blood sugar is going to be a tiny bit higher, right. but it's mm. not going to get bad because your pancreas is doing their job. So if you were to wear, I've got a CGM that monitors my blood sugar at all times. So if you were to wear one of those and your graph would basically just be a straight line always right. versus the hills and valleys that mine is. And a CGM does what, Annie? It's a continuous glucose monitor. So like I said, insulin breaks down sugar in the body. I don't have my working pancreas, so I have to act as my own pancreas. And I'm a human person, not a pancreas, so I can't do it perfectly. Um, <laughs> you do, and because like you, I was gonna say yeah, you like understand 90, numbers though. So when you watch the numbers, I do. So I watch the numbers because can... there's like 90 million things that changes your blood sugar. It's not just sugar. It's sleep. It's exercise. It's stress, sickness. Um, literally anything can affect your blood sugar. So like. I got a little continuous glucose monitor that goes into my arm uh, and is directly into my bloodstream and projects the numbers to this little guy to let me know what I'm at. Like I'm at 77 right now, which is a little low, 
but that's just because I just had dinner and it's like catching up. Nice. Very, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, that makes sense to me. I'd never actually had the difference between type one and type two explained to me only in the sense of um, you, you usually get diagnosed with type one when you're quite young um, and type two yeah. often is later onset. But that makes sense when you explain it, how, how it's a full shutdown if it's type one. So obviously that presents itself really early. Um, but if it's sort of a slow shutdown, it's, you know, your pancreas is dying slowly as your body dies, yeah. just maybe quicker than all your other organs. But it yeah, seems it's like that time to build up an insulin resistance, which is mostly genetic. Um, I do want to take the moment here that most people are like, people get type two because they're ugly fatsos, and like that's bad um, <laughs> and incorrect. <laughs> because mostly what gives you type two is just a genetic disposition for it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, that totally makes sense. Well, yeah. and it's that would be a ridiculous thing to assume anyway, because there are plenty of people who are fat who don't have type two diabetes, and so yeah. some yeah, the one to one makes no sense. Exactly, <laughs> a tiny bit of correlation certainly does not equal causation. <laughs> yeah, because like we still don't know what causes diabetes, uh, type one or type two, really. But type one, we don't know because your immune system is just like this guy's the enemy. And we don't know why, because it's kind of hard to study before because you mm -hmm. never know like when someone's going to become diabetic. Like right. there's no one in my family who's type one. So we don't know why it happened. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is just a big old question mark. Um, <laughs> Sometimes you're just Annie and you're medically unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> It is true. Lucky in love, unlucky, medically speaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, she's got us. She's the luckiest. <laughs> We're great. <laughs> Correct. But back on topic, it seems like insulin is fairly important, Annie, would you say? <laughs> yep. Uh, something <laughs> insulin advocates like to say is it's like breathing air, because yep. if you don't have it, your body starts to shut down and then it dies. And there's nothing you can do to replace it. No amount of exercise, no amount of good eating. If you don't have insulin, you're going to die. Right. Uh, there's yeah. no real good replacement for it. It's not like water where it's like you can get most of your water from food that you eat if you're desperate. It's like air. Right. There's not a substance on earth that can replace it. Very. Correct. So we came to chat a little bit about why prices are so high can you tell us a little bit about sort of the the historical journey of insulin and its perhaps spike in pricing recently see grace knows i can because she knows this is my special interest subject <laughs> yes i can um these insulin are very leading is, questions they are. very leading <laughs> insulin is 99 years old it actually just turned 99 like a year ago synthetic ins or like a few weeks ago synthetic insulin yeah. it was developed by a man named frederick banting along with charles best james collip and john mcleod and uh because diabetes has been around since like the beginning of time in our oldest medical papers, we note that diabetes is there, but the treatment has only been around 99 years. And so people were just like dying up until then. 
Oh. Right before there was like a starvation diet that could extend people's lifespan to like a year at the most, but they were sometimes people would literally die from starvation. Oh my god, that's not gonna work. Yeah, the guy who invented it did some good work because he was able to get some people, like one of the first women or girls, I should say, in the United States who got insulin was on the starvation diet for about eight months. Mm -hmm. So she was near in the end. She got the insulin treatment. She lived to be 84. Yay. That's so impressive. Well, and of course, like when you don't have the cure, doing whatever you can to extend a person's life is fantastic at the time, but it's crazy to think about like less than a hundred years ago, people were literally just dying of diabetes or, you know, extending their life by a year by starving themselves. Also- Oh yeah, and and most of them were kids. We're gonna throw a party. (laughs) Throw a party. Yes. Insulin for a hundred years. A hundred years. There's absolutely gonna be a party that happens. Glitter in the air. (laughs) It'll be very exciting. Well, and it's funny because it leads into talking about the price crisis. So one of the reasons that insulin has kind of become the poster child for like expensive drugs. There's many reasons. It's like a very specific scenario. But one of the reasons is that the creators of insulin, after they had uh, gotten their formula good enough to patent, uh, they ended up selling the patent to the University of Toronto. They were Canadian. They were working in Toronto. They sold the patent for $1, which was as low as they could legally sell it for. Mm. And Frederick Banting has been quoted by saying, insulin belongs to the world, not me. And they were very famously like, like we're giving people back their lives. We're, we're giving them air. We can't charge them for right. air, but then enter American capitalism. Uh, um, and we're like, if we could charge you for air, we would. <laughs> You're like, we haven't quite figured out how to take it all away from you and sell it back to you. But once we do, you we will. do it. <laughs> and um, Eli Lilly, which is one of the big three insulin manufacturers today, it's Eli Lilly, Sanofi and Novo Nordisk. Eli Lilly was the original distributor of insulin. And they kept being like, hey, Frederick Banting, hey, you guys want to work together? You want to like sell this for a lot of money? And he's like, no, he famously (laughs) hated them so much. (laughs) To be fair, Frederick Banting was kind of an aggressive bitch, but we love him for it because he he was so open about whoever he hated. And Eli Lilly, the guy and the company were some of them. Picture Frederick Banting, Ron Swanson, and Eli Lilly, Jeremy Jam. (laughs) That's it. That's like to punch that guy in the face. (laughs) And so we insulin's created, it's distributed for a while. There's there's minor changes in the formula to make it better. Eventually they hit a point where the patent can technically be changed because the the synthetic insulin has changed enough to warrant a new patent. This is when things go off the rails because as soon as it can be slightly different enough, they're like, okay, it's ours now and it's time to go ham. Mm -hmm. Insulin has increased in the past 25 years by 1200% in price with no change. Humalog, which is one of the insulins I take, because you got to take two insulins when you're diabetic if you don't have a pump. Mm. So Humalog is your fast acting during the day. When I eat something or when my blood sugar is high, I take some Humalog. Mm -hmm. Lantus is what I take at night 
and I take it every day and it kind of just steadies me throughout the day so that I always have insulin in my system. If you're on a pump, it's a constant drip of Humalog. Humalog, which is Eli Lilly's, in the past 25 years has not changed its formula at all. It's the same formula from 25 years ago. We're using 25-year-old insulin. Mm -hmm. It has increased 1,200% from $21 a vial to currently $275 for one vial of Humalog. So that, just to which be, is yeah, insane. just to be clear, 25 years ago to this day would be 1996. So like drugs that cost $21 in 1996 should not be in the 200s now. Yeah. Especially because, like I said, it's the same formula. There's been no change. Nobody changed. Not done anything to it. <laughs> Inflation might, might make it up to like 50. Then this is me like just 40, yeah, maybe. spitting <laughs> random numbers. But the ceiling has got to be like 50 bucks. It like the 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 difference in price between that year and now is is not that much. A carton That's, of milk was still yeah. like over a dollar, I think, in 1996. So just so we're clear. Like it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Well, in my Lantis is $340 a vial. And for some perspective, because uh, you, you, a lot of times everyone's insulin like intake is different. It's a very specific drug. It's not like, oh, I take it at this time of day. You take it whenever you need it. You take different amounts based on what you're doing and your own insulin sensitivity. Mm -hmm. So like I use probably two vials of Humalog and two vials of Lantus a month. Mm -hmm. So that's like a th over $1,000 yeah. per month just for air. To, and that's not even counting my continuous glucose monitor, which is also very expensive. My blood sugar testing strips, the syringes I use to inject insulin into my body. Mm -hmm just the insulin, over $1,000 a month. I'm lucky that I have a father who has insurance because um, I'm quite disabled. I can't work enough to get insurance. Um, so I don't have to pay $1,000 a month, but a lot of people do because that's list price. That's, that's anytime it's list price, somebody's paying that yeah. amount, mm -hmm. right? Like I have a friend um, somebody, part of the T1 International Texas chapter had posted just yesterday that her, she picked up her 90 day supply and it was billed $3,888. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> That's absurd. It's obscene, right? And the reason, part of the reason it's so expensive is because it's very emblematic of American capitalism, right? AOC has famously said stuff like this before where you can't hit the top price of a good of what people will pay for it if it's life or death. Because yeah. mm -hmm. the idea of capitalism, right? It's like, oh, well, we can only price something as high as people are willing to pay for it. So like if your microwave is $200 and nobody wants to pay $200 for your microwave, you have to lower the price. Right. However, insulin, like I said, it's air. I die without it within a matter of days and it's ugly. Like six hours, no insulin in your body, it starts getting ugly. Exactly, mm -hmm. you will pay and <laughs> whatever you have to because you need it to survive. An Eli Lilly um, board member once famously said there was a woman who like had quit Eli Lilly right around the time this was all happening and wrote kind of an expose about why she did that. 
And Eli Lilly had another drug at the time that was also doing really well. Like they were both doing really well. So they were talking about what do we do with these two drugs that we have? And a board member had famously said, well, we can charge whatever we want because when grandma's on the table, people will pay whatever we tell them to. Oh, boy. And like, you don't always expect people to say it right. out loud. You're like, you, know? you should go to jail <laughs> for just saying yeah. that. Like, you shouldn't, like, just you shouldn't be allowed that. to say those things out loud ever. <laughs> but like, let also, alone like, believe it in action, have right, an yeah, action on it. Let alone like, follow through with it like, with action. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So it's, um, <laughs> yeah. So that's one reason as to why insulin is so expensive. The second is that in order to prevent monopolies, right? America doesn't really allow monopolies. However, there are, like I said, bit three big producers of insulin and they all kind of work together to do uh, what's called shadow pricing, where if one of them sees that the other one's starting to raise their price a little, they all raise their prices in turn. Right. Kind of like and so the three of them have such a grip on the market that like, I can't switch <laughs> to Novo Nordisk and be like, hey, can you make my insulin instead? They're like, it's the same price. Right. It's kind of <laughs> like gas pricing in that way where they all follow each other. Mm -hmm. um, and so you're never going to get like, you can yeah. get cheaper gas, but you're not going to be able to get like significantly like actually life altering cheaper gas because they're all following each yep. other um same and they're all working together right? and america is so sneaky too because they say they don't allow monopolies but that's not really true <laughs> there are monopolies everywhere it's like not. there are so many monopolies and it's just that like you have to know how to break the rules in the right ways in the sneaky ways Mm -hmm. which oh man the big three insulin manufacturers know how to do so well they have it down to a science a couple of the other reasons that insulin is able to kind of stay as expensive as it is. The only reason it hasn't risen in the past two years, I think, like significantly on the track that it was, was because uh, diabetic advocates have been working tirelessly to like bring the attention to the public sphere and get people talking about it. it. So all their eyes are on them, right? Know, exactly. Absolutely. And so, <laughs> yeah, if we weren't watching them, they wouldn't, they'd just keep doing a, it. A high five to them. I know that that's, not much, but like a shout out, I guess, is what we do on this podcast. Yeah, like I think of uh, two people that I know, Laura Marsden and Hannah Crabtree, um, are two advocates who are, they've been working for years. They're like the OGs that when you enter the game, you're like, oh, these right. guys. Um, <laughs> and they, they make like gra graphics. Um, anytime you see a graphic that's like, oh, the price of insulin, it was probably one of those nice. two. Who made it? That's incredible. Like, yeah, they're great. Are magical. They they are able to convey so much. Pictures worth worth a thousand words, obviously. Yeah. Um, and that's mm -hmm. it's so crazy because all of this is literally just trying to shine a light on this uber corrupt stuff that's happening, and it's like it really shouldn't take this much for it's, air. <laughs> it's so right. corrupt, and it's right there. They're saying it out loud. Mm -hmm. No, no. they're just fully admitting it well because the big three are kind of like every super villain you've ever mm -hmm. thought of like that's what these guys do um because they they're really good at paying people off so like you'd think oh why aren't people doing something about it they pay off lawmakers mm -hmm. 
they pay off uh, advocates. Nick Jonas oh. um, is a type 1 diabetic. Huge shill. Um, he started an organization a few years back called Beyond Type 1, where their whole thing was they were going to do like a bunch of diabetes education, and they weren't going to take pharma money, and it was going to be all well and good. And then last year, they kind of quietly took that not taking pharma money part like off their website. And everyone's like, you haven't really said much about the price crisis. That's weird. Especially because they'll release stuff like, oh, man, diabetes is hard, isn't it? And everyone's like, it's harder when you can't afford your insulin. Um, (laughs) And they kind of quietly took it off and were like, what's going on there? And they didn't say anything. And we're like, what's going on there? And they didn't really say anything. And somebody messaged um, Sam Talbot, who was a celebrity chef who was on the board on Instagram. And they're like, hey, um, when's Beyond Type 1 going to do anything about the insulin price crisis? And Sam Talbot responded, uh, by misgendering the person and telling them to go shove something up a donut up their ass. Oh no! And he, uh, <laughs> we eventually got him kicked off the board, but it took a while. And then he started like, like cyberbullying people oh. on Twitter and telling people they don't actually need insulin and they can just like work to get off of it. And we're like, okay, so this yeah. guy's insane. <laughs> like, what <laughs> did you even get that far in the first place? Yikes. Like, I, that's so crazy. Right. Oh, <laughs> like, I, I, I'm trying to work that word out of my, like, dialogue, but, like, st- it's just, it is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's um, wild. So, so, well, especially because the person messaging him was so, like, polite. Oh my, of course. <laughs> but so, Beyond Type 1 recently released something called getinsulin.org. And we're like, oh, you guys are going to, like, help? And Nick Jonas is like, no, I'm going to take money. And we're like, oh, okay. Because it's a site fully funded, it says in the bottom, fully funded by the Insulin Big Three, as well as some other pharma companies. And it's like supposed to be a resource where if you can't afford your insulin, you go here and you figure out what to do. But it's basically the equivalent of just Googling like cheap insulin question mark. Because all it does, they recommend like, well, you should go talk to your doctor. And it's like, well, if I'm rationing my insulin, I'm not scheduling unnecessary appointments right. with my doctor. Right. Like, I don't have It's like advice. buying hair products from your salon. It's like, hey, buy this so that I get a little <laughs> cut of it, but you won't actually save any money. Which, like, because my hairstylist does stuff for me, I will do. But I'm like, Nick Jonas, you're not doing anything for these people. <laughs> It's correct. Well, and a big thing that he pushed was that the big three insulin manufacturers have recently in the past couple of years released like assistance ship programs and coupons, which is just such a bandaid. And we're like, just lower the list price. And, they say no. and so many of these assistance ship programs, you have to apply for it. Like you can't right. just use it. You have to apply for it, which of course implies someone getting denied. The thing is, I don't know a single person who's actually been able to use those programs. I know somebody who also uh, has worked with T1 who tried to apply to every single one of them because she's like, hey, I can't afford my insulin. And they're like, too bad. Uh, And they don't really give a reason as to why they deny you. And like Novo Nordisk will do, oh, we can give you for for 90 days a coupon. And it's like, yeah, but I'm still going to have to use insulin after those 90 days. And they're like, that's not our problem. I'm still going to have diabetes after 90 days. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's well, and Novo Nordisk actually the most egregious thing that they recently did just the other day, they had messaged um, someone in Kentucky who had recently started speaking out with insulin for all. Her name's Angie Summers. Um, and they had recently messaged her 
trying to bribe her. She said they would pay, uh, they would give her one vial of each of her insulins per month on the condition she not tell anyone that that was happening and she stopped speaking on insulin pricing immediately. Which also is like, and again, I know it's life and death and so them doing this is actually a really serious thing, but I'm like, one vial a month? You you pay for her damn insulin in the insulin if you want to silence her. (laughs) One vial a month? Oh yeah, that was- Are you kidding me? (laughs) They're always, Novo Nordisk is always the sloppiest about being evil. But like, like that was, because the- because the advocate who was telling us, she said, like, I was on the phone with Angie and I said, if they offer to co- cover your insulin, you take it. You choose your life yeah. first. But they didn't even offer to cover all of it. So she's like, I'm still paying a bunch of right. money. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that bullshit. Like, no, I'm still going to be paying thousands of dollars. You still get my money. No. Like, absolutely not. I'm not going to take yeah. some of your money and then pay you more of my own. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and so they uh and so part of the reason again that it's so hard is right like you have organizations like beyond type one who if you don't know much about the issue you're like oh that's like an organization meant to help me but what things like getinsulin.org are really meant to do it's all pr it's meant for the appearance of trying to help because nick jonas has so much money if he wanted to help he would just every single day go and be like, I'm paying for someone's insulin. I'm paying for someone's you insulin. Here's really money. Which is always the number one thing that you can do. He, he literally could. Every day he could wake up and choose to pay for someone else's insulin yeah. and he doesn't. It's all PR because they're like, oh, you weren't doing enough. But if the guy who's holding a gun on you is like, oh, if you, if you do this little thing, maybe I won't keep holding a gun on you. It's like, you're not going to believe that guy because he's, he's holding a gun on you. On Why you. would you believe him? It's That's so... Like, I don't trust that guy to fix the situation. That's so disappointing, too, especially after I, like everybody else, watched that damn Jonas Brothers documentary on Amazon Prime. (laughs) And, like, they they just capitalized on his... And, again, this is still his story. I mean, Nick Jonas is still a type 1 diabetic, but they so Mm -hmm. capitalized on that sort of sob story and, like, you know, struggle through pain story in that. And they've done that for his whole career and just now to take that hush money is so disappointing oh yeah oh it's heartbreaking i was in love with nick jonas for like 10 years when i was in the hospital i was like oh my gosh and my cousins were like did you know nick jonas is also diabetic i was like oh my gosh i didn't know that that's so cool he's like me and now he's like, Haha. that's the no, saddest part is like <laughs> actually i'm a rich asshole i'm he... also diabetic but <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's so sad because there are lots of young people who are like wow that's a, a celebrity that i know that like got to go live the rock and roll in terms celebrity of representation like, it was incredibly groundbreaking because he was very open with it i remember that from when the jonas Brothers. i wasn't even a big jonas brothers stand and i remember that being central to sort of their story and then just to be like ha 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 i'm also evil it's just so devastating it's it's that thing that happens a lot with rich people where it's like once you've got yours, you kind of don't care. Because like, yeah, he definitely used to be like, wow, we mm-hmm. all struggle. But now he's gotten to a point where he's so secure. He's got personal doctors, right. personal chefs, exercise that, uh, consultants who know his health. The further you get from that, uh, time, you get from that time when you were like 14 and your so family like, could barely <laughs> afford your insulin is... 
Yeah, so it's like, what do you have in common with the person working two jobs who right. still can't pay for their oh, insulin? Yeah, that's devastating. It is. Well, because the, the JDRF and the American Diabetes Association are the same way. They're all funded right. by the insulin manufacturers. The JDRF very famously has actually killed legislation that would have right. helped <laughs> diabetics because Eli Lilly's like, well, we can't say it, but we can stick our hands up in our little puppet and they're like, we care about patients. And then they can say it. And then everyone's like, oh, we believe right. it, I guess. But they're shills. Yeah, because the JDRF very famously doesn't really want anything to do with the price crisis because their thing is funding research for a cure. And people are like, okay, sweaty. The thing is, a cure doesn't mean shit if nobody's alive right. to see it. Like, cool, yeah, but cool, I need insulin but now. But it's really like, so much cool. easier I don't care to about a cure. fix the, like, the short-term solution first. Just make it cheaper. Yeah. Right, like, I'm... <laughs> just fix it. Also, like, we don't even know what causes diabetes still. They've been shilling that, like, a cure in five years yeah, since you. the 70s. I was like, I don't think that worked out. Of course, (laughs) we would love that. But it's like saying, actually, probably cancer patients feel probably very similar. It's like saying, well, we're not going to work on making chemo any cheaper because we're trying to cure cancer. And I'm like, that's great that you're trying to cure cancer. But like, (laughs) is the person who just got diagnosed yesterday going to care that you cured cancer 15 years from now? Like... (laughs) No, they're going to be dead. And the same same thing with They're going to be dead. They're not going to care. Oh my god, I could die tomorrow. Um, and but if you made insulin cheaper, I might see this cure. Yeah. And also, it's not that expensive to make. So this really is the easiest fix. They took their It's not started out. Insulin is about $6 a vial to that produce. Hurt. Yeah, that's that is absolutely mm-hmm. devastating to hear um i i <laughs> knew it i knew it <laughs> i didn't really expect it to be six it's so cheap it's all synthetic with a little bit of ghee monster spit so which is my favorite funny. ingredient it that's in there so life and death <laughs> yeah like, that ratio is laughable if it weren't so serious. Yeah, like it could still be $21. Like, yeah, 21 feels high. 21, I, I, I get Costco on this bullshit, man. Like, <laughs> Costco be out there. Yeah, see, that's the rich. thing. As long as it costs money, someone's it's not going to be able to pay right. for it. I was going to yeah. say, it's Because it's air. And, and that's the thing is that you really, it, it shouldn't cost money. It should be... It should be like anything else. I mean, like, but we charge so much money for so many things that people need to live. Yeah, like water. And, and that <laughs> just becomes so much more, like, the more you think about it, it becomes so ridiculous. Like, why do we charge money for things that people would die without? <laughs> why are we even living in a society? Why don't we just all go back to, like, every man for himself if we're just not going to help people? Time to start gardening. If we're just not yeah. going to help. Well, and it's silly, too, because, like, diabetes is so all-consuming of the body, and it's a very personal experience. Like, no two people's diabetes are going to affect their body the same way. And so people are always trying to come up with these cute little solutions that, like, dance around the actual solution. Because the thing is, there's no negative long-term side effects for taking insulin. 
like you can take too much insulin and then your blood sugar goes low and you have to eat a little snack. But like, if you take insulin for 80 years, it's not going to negatively affect you. Hi, Roxy. Uh, she's she's mad. She's, she's like, with, there's no negative like, side effects for it. insulin. This insulin costs too much. <laughs> bark, bark, bark. Well, there's no negative side effects and it's cheap as hell to produce and it doesn't really use a lot of resources. So the solution is yeah. just give diabetics insulin. They will tell you how much they need and you give it to them. People always try to do these little like, well, if you eat less, then you'll use less insulin. Oh and it's like, God. yeah, that was but like a hundred years ago, yeah, that was the solution was they the had solution before there was a hundred years ago. <laughs> oh my God. Yep. And people always do the like, well, if you can do these things to raise your sensitivity or people recommend because exercising can lower your blood sugar. Doesn't always. It's weird, but like it can. And so people are like, oh, just exercise instead. But if you're not a diabetic, you don't know what a high blood sugar is like. I liken it to being poisoned by your own body because that's kind of what's happening. The sugar in your system is poisoning your body and you're, you're urinating and you're vomiting and you're trying right. to get it out as much as you can. So imagine being 275, which is an uncomfortable number to be, and you're sweating and you're dehydrated because your body's trying to expel everything that it can and you're fatigued and you're like, somebody's like, well, why don't you just go for a run? Like, <laughs> like, cause I'm dying, Brad. Thanks for the advice, but no thanks. I'm going to stay Leave here and vomit forever. a couple more times and then see what happens though. Maybe I'll vomit on you. <laughs> and then I'll catch oh, up geez. with you. <laughs> I'm out and for so, the whole day after I vomit. Uh, the last like, point <laughs> that I want to hit. It's horrible. Oh, because the thing is, it's not even going to lower your blood sugar to like what you need it to be. Because you should be, they say 80 to 120. 80 is actually a little low for me. I always aim for mm. 90 to 140. So if you're like 300, like three times what you're supposed to be, and you're just like sweating, and you're just like, you feel so sick, like you've been poisoned you can't do anything and in that time that sugar in your system it's all in your blood and you know what your blood touches everything in your body so it starts to take down your kidneys your liver your stomach lining anything that your blood can touch diabetes will degrade that's why diabetes is like every disease having diabetes makes you more likely to get that disease that makes sense yeah, no, like give someone food poisoning and then be like, go for a run. Why can't you go for a run? That would make you feel better. <laughs> it really would. Go for a run. A run hasn't ever fixed anything for anyone. <laughs> like if you like running and you want to like it's go true. running and that's your thing. Yeah, that's a healthy thing to do. But like never just go for a run because that'll make you feel better and fix stuff. Ugh, I hate it. It feels ableist it and <laughs> inherently. It is. So much of the treatment of diabetics is inherently fat phobic because it's this idea that like sick people and especially fat sick people have to earn their medication yep. and like earn their right to living. And it's like that right. diabetic could do nothing but sit on the couch all day and they could eat whatever sugary foods they right. want because we have the insulin right. and they're a human yeah. being. So they deserve it's to like live and they don't have to earn their meds. Like you have to be skinny to receive proper medical treatment because otherwise any of your ailments could mm-hmm. be cured by just losing some weight, which is just so not scientific. Oh, they always do. No. And it's like, there is no, 
There is no size prerequisite for a human being <laughs> deserving to live. to live. Everyone deserves life. Live. Mm. The last uh, fake solution that I do want to talk about just for yes. a minute before we move on to the bill is something people will often say because they Googled it for three seconds and they think that constitutes them being an expert on it. Oh, I was totally going to ask Walmart you about this. Insulin. So I'm glad you said it. Now, there is a brand... <laughs> there is a brand of insulin sold at Walmart called Rely On. They also make, like, blood te testing, like, strips and meters. We actually do love them for blood testing strips and meters. It's the same... If you can't afford it, go get their strips and meters. Their insulin, however, remember how I said Humalog mm -hmm. came about in the 90s? Before that, that's what we call um, human insulin. Or it's analog. Oh, I wish I could remember which was which. One of them th that we currently use. In the 90s, there was a different kind of insulin. I believe mm -hmm. that's called human insulin. That worked worse. Um, there's a reason we made a better version. It didn't work quite as well. It was a lot more finicky. Um, you had to be like very precise about stuff in which right. that you don't kind of have to do now. Um, Still and better was, than starving was, yourself, but like definitely not as good as like the stuff not, that you would get regularly. Yeah. There's a reason lots of old people, when they hear that you're like a diabetic, they think that you have to do um, like a certain number of carbs a day, or they used to practice injections on oranges. And like, it was all very particular because the insulin didn't work mm. that great. That's what's being sold at Walmart. It is 30 year old insulin and we have a better version. But for some reason, people still think that this is like a gotcha. They're like, they sell rely on insulin for $25. And I'm like, yeah, again, with the cancer scenario, which I can do, I've had cancer. Um, they're like, if somebody told you, hey, we've got chemotherapy that's like current and will help you. And you're like, great, can I have that? And they're like, oh, it's kind of expensive though. What if we give you 60-year-old chemotherapy? Um, it works worse. You want that like, one instead? Well, no. <laughs> and also, no, I don't, might I point actually. out that even though it works a little worse, and you should definitely have the better stuff because it is like air, also the price margin is still absurd because if you can sell stuff that kind of works for $25, oh, yeah. <laughs> then what the hell are you selling stuff that actually works for like $280? If, if, if we're guesstimating that, I'm like, again, maybe 50 bucks. Maybe. Even then, it still should be free. But I'm like, that's absurd that you can sell something that kind of works for that low of a price. And then you're like, but for the stuff that like really works, we're going to charge you like 300% of that. But even like $25 feels like a lot for something that doesn't <laughs> really work. No, like, no, no. It's still too much. Especially because it's, it's like, like a fake product and it's killing people. <laughs> like, and it works bad. Well, and like I said, I don't even use, I use more than one vial a month. For both my insulins, I use four vials of insulin a month. So like, yeah, four <laughs> yeah. vials of insulin so a month, expensive. even though the Walmart stuff is a hundred bucks a month, which is nothing to scoff at. Like I, I could afford that, but I'd probably have to like slightly adjust my spending or like save less. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and the thing is, with that, part of what you have to budget in for yep. diabetes is doctor appointments, especially if you're using an insulin yeah. that's poisoning you. 
And so it's it's just it's guaranteed to give you other health complications along the way. It's part of an, it's an element way. of what what keeps so it's poor not, people poor. It's like quality of life. It's so expensive to yeah. have to pay over and over again for the less effective product. It's the same thing with like shoes. So you buy an expensive pair of shoes that last 10 years or you buy a cheap pair of shoes every year and it ends up adding up more and more. Spending yeah, and you're more spending money, more and then money. You have to spend money on like foot surgery because those shoes weren't giving you any support, which is the same thing with terrible insulin and diabetics it's like you have to go to the doctor more oh yeah and then well and then your quality of life is still so much lower i know there are um two people that come to mind who i know who died while taking rely on insulin because of this josh wilkerson um who was a man 26 i believe um his fiance was also diabetic and he had two jobs he was working real hard to try to uh, stretch his insulin. So he was using rely on in between and he died from complications. Alan Rivas Smith was another one. I know his mother, she's very involved in the uh, mm. T1 international community. They were living, she sold oh, their house. They were living out of her car because like you can sell everything that you have right and now. tomorrow you're still going to need insulin. And he was using rely on as well. Also died while on rely on. So when people are acting like it's this little gotcha, as like, haha, but there's $25 insulin. I'm like, would it have saved Josh? Right, yeah. Would it have saved Alan? It didn't, yeah. Because it didn't, solution. so it's not a solution. Like, and also, like, once you get to that point and you're living out of your car, that's like, what is what is your way out when you still have that much payment to cover because it is life or death? There's a couple. And you're rationing your insulin, so, so you're feeling sick every single day. So you're supposed to try to pick up another shift at work. Your blood sugar is 275. Yep, yep. You're just vomiting in your bathroom. Yep, there's a couple couple unhoused people that I Evil. work with at my job who have diabetes. I'm like, how, how in the world, how in the world are you supposed to get a job and get like housing that you pay rent for when you are already paying for air, essentially? And, and you can't always physically work because sometimes you're too physically sick to work because you're trying to stretch, stretch your insulin. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Mm-mm. And those aren't real solutions. Ooh, Do those tell! are some real solutions. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, it's built on. I'm going to go through this fast because I spent a lot of time talking about that other stuff. Um, right now in the Washington State Congress... We have a Senate bill written by Representative Eileen Cody. It's Senate Bill 5203, and this is a state manufacturing bill. It basically allows the state to start manufacturing and selling generic versions of prescription drugs. Um, It's based on California's Senate Bill 852, which was uh, helped by the T1 International chapter down in California. We have advised and supported this bill. And it is now in Congress in the legislative session, ready to be voted on. (laughs) We love to hear it. Yeah. And I was reading a little bit about this bill, Annie, but will you tell us sort of what it is it is going to do for the price of insulin and the diabetic community in Washington? Yeah. Type 1 diabetic community in Washington. Yeah. So like I said, it gives them the opportunity to produce prescription drugs, and that includes Mm -hmm. patented drugs like insulin. 
So the government is going to be able to produce here in Washington its own insulin it's that's right. the, it's a biosimilar. So it's like the same, right. it's, it's not the same old product. insulin, it's new insulin. And to be able right. to sell it for and savings cheaper. to the consumer, which was the language that only confused me a little bit. And I don't know if there is more of a solution. It's it's still a bit vague, like all government documents are a little bit vague. Um, but they were saying uh, it can only be sold as a, a savings to the consumer. So I assume that means just to start with, it has to be less than what um, than what businesses are charging for it. Um, that drug companies are charging for it. Yeah, it has to be less than the right. cheapest currently on the market, which I believe is insulin Lispro from Eli Lilly. It's their Humalog generic. That's okay, like a hundred and eighty dollars. I was going to ask that because I'm like, does it have to be lower than like any insulin? Like, does it have to be lower than Relyon, or it just has to be lower than the the same the biosimilars? Okay. I think it's the biosimilars. So. Right. It's a fantastically important step. And it's just, it'll just be the question of like, how much cheaper will it end up being? But yeah, which I'm, we were led to believe it would be pretty cheap, especially because the state is going to be using right. it for okay. state insurance. So like the state's having to cover the cost, right. so they're not going <laughs> to want to cover too much of it. Um, and the great thing about this bill California's bill specifically names insulin directly. This bill no. doesn't name any drugs directly so that it can apply to a wide swath of them. Insulin is one, um, asthma inhalers or others, EpiPens, yeah. like yeah. any sort of life-saving medication can Good actually job, be covered Washington, under this which is, bill. Which yeah, is huge, huge progress. I mean, obviously there's, it's, it's not quite the same dire state with like inhalers and EpiPens, but also they should not be price gouged either. And so for, for life-saving drugs. Right. Yeah. It's different because right. you don't usually you have, to have to use, use it, it every when day. You need it. But when you need it, you need it. it. You but... need it. <laughs> Yeah. And so it did, this bill did pass in California, which is why we used it um, as a reference here. Shout Woo! out to Representative Eileen. Yes, Eileen. Eileen. She's great. Um, Come on, Eileen. And we started focusing on this bill because we actually had two other bills that we were like hoping to work on that we kind of put on the back burner. Because actually last year we helped pass uh, insurance copay caps on insulin in Washington state. If you see people talking about copay caps. It's not a price cap because it's, it's insurance gotcha. copay. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have insurance, you're not covered, but it's a step. We did that. We're going to hopefully next year after we pass this, because it's going to take a couple of years to like get into production. We're going to work on passing both Kevin's mm -hmm. law and the Alex Smith emergency insulin act, which passed in Minnesota, the Alex Smith emergency insulin act mm -hmm. named for yes. Alex Smith, who died of insulin rationing um, allows you one time per year to get a three month supply of insulin wow. yeah. for $35. Kevin's law, which we also wanna pass because it's a twofer, allows you, I believe three times a year to be able to get your insulin without a prescription. Because one of the biggest things barring people from getting their insulin is it is a prescription drug. So even if you have the $500 to pay, if you need it, like you break a vial, you run out. If you yeah. don't have a doctor's prescription right. for more, they won't give right. it to it's you, like even if you, if you, if you can prove you're diabetic. Control, you just have to be off of it for a month because if you don't have a prescription for a refill, you don't get it. 
they just won't give it to you. Yeah, they're just not going to give it to you. And so even if you're willing to pay, which is another issue that people have where they're like, I might be able to crowdfund enough money for this month, but they won't give it to me. It doesn't matter. So hopefully those two together, if we can pass, it covers the, you know, one time a year that I can't afford it. And then the other time a year where I need more and I can't get a prescription. Which is also so crazy. And, And I guess like people don't. I, doctors don't want people to hoard insulin, but I, I don't know. Part of me is like, why not? Especially if they're Especially paying they for it. it. Why? Right. <laughs> why are you limiting that? Oh yeah. Oh, I've used, ex- I've, I've used expired insulin before just cause I happened to use more. Cause you never know how much you're going to use in a month. You always try to go a little bit more than you might need, but I've oh run God. out before. So I've had to use old expired vials, which still do don't something. work as well, but still do something. <laughs> I actually, the biggest issue I ever had, luckily I haven't had to ration my insulin yet. When I turn 26, I probably will. Cause like I said, I am disabled and in the theater <laughs> industry, what else am I going to do? Uh, but the one time I've had an issue was when they, early in the pandemic, when mailing me my supplies, they messed up in the kind of syringes they gave me. They sent what? me like testosterone syringes, Yikes. Um, which are cool, but can't administer like, insulin. Yeah, that's great. Because my doctor was an idiot. And on testosterone? I call. <laughs> right. I'm like, but I need, because insulin, um, you inject it very surface level. You don't inject it into your blood. You inject it into your fat. And so I was like, okay, so I need more syringes. And they're like, okay, we'll try to get it through shipping and all this stuff. And I was like down to my last bag. I was reusing used syringes. I was cutting the number of meals that I was eating in a day. Because I was like, well, I got my insulin, but I got no way to put it in my body. (laughs) Because I couldn't just go to a pharmacy and be like, here's $200. Please give me some syringes. Because they would say no. We have a backstock of syringes at work if you ever need it. I don't know if they have insulin surgery. I'll check on that. But we do get a backstock for the community we work with. Just in case. I mean, I, the U.S. government, we didn't say oh, that. Oh, oh. Uh, but <laughs> The whole seven people that listen to our podcast. Yeah, the whole seven people. Just be cool about that, okay? Um, but... All that to say um, that that is nightmarish, the situation that that we are in right now, but it does look like there is actually some progress, which is something important to hope for and throw our weight behind, um, which Annie, that brings us to you have some uh, action items for us, I believe. I do, because most of this stuff, uh, this advocacy really does happen, just diabetics ourselves, like other people kind of don't care. Um, (laughs) So much of our stuff is just us doing it with each other. But I have some action items that you can do varying in levels of effort. The first is just calling your representatives if you live in Washington state and urging them to vote for SB 5203, the state manufacturing bill. Um, a little trick we actually, one of our uh, advocates had mentioned was mm-hmm. call after hours and leave a voicemail. Mm-hmm. If you're nervous trick. about having to talk to somebody, you can leave a little voicemail. Um, and that's not very hard. If you, if your representatives are Frank Chop, Mylan Ty, Steve Theringer, Nicole Macri, or Eileen Cody, they're already on the bill, so you don't have to. But if it's anybody else, you really should and voice your support, even if it's just a quick, I'm your constituent, 
I would urge you to vote yes on this. Diabetics, you know, and other people with and these needs are our state for prescription drugs yeah. need our help. You also, and these are our state representatives for our state Congress. Um, we also have uh, our T1 International. If you look up on Facebook, this is going to be a plug. Washington T1 International or Washington Insulin for All with like the number four in there. Um, you can get connected with us. We are doing a letter writing campaign and a phone banking party to try to garner some support for this bill. Um, and you should really tell people it can be all prescription drugs. Right. So like, even if you're not diabetic, um, you would benefit. We're also, you could watch the state hearings just to like know what's going nice. on. Some of us are going to be giving some testimony and, you know, sharing the news around that yeah. we're doing this. The more people that know about it, the better. Um, and a couple other just general action items is following diabetics on social media and listening to them. Like I said, Laura Marsden, she's at KidFears99 on Twitter. And Hannah Crabtree, who yep. is at Lolly Daggle on Twitter. Yep. Um, they're very good and you should listen to them because you should only be listening to diabetics because we know what we're talking about. And most of the yep, time, non-diabetics don't Jonas, and they love speaking over him. us. But we will, when we post... <laughs> When we post to links um, to this podcast, him. we'll include uh, their their handles and also uh, link, hopefully, for uh, T1 International. Um, and Annie, what's your handle? Because you speak yeah. out a lot about this on social media, and you're a fantastic person to follow as well. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. It's my name. Fantastic. It's at Annie Jankovic. Um, <laughs> that's so sweet. The last action item I will leave you with is just give money to diabetics. Truly in a price crisis, that's going to be the first thing that's going to help. Google insulin, look insulin up on GoFundMe, drop $20 Put where you can. That's going to make way is. more even of a difference than anything donate, else. Even if it's once a month, you say I'll give $20 to somebody on GoFundMe. So that they can have air. All right, so well, breathe. we are just about out of time for today, but Annie, thank you so much for joining us and enlightening us and today. giving us all the information. We were so educated. Thanks for oh having me. Sorry, never, I absolutely never. Did you just forget what you to, just but... said, which was listen to the diabetics and let the other people shut up? <laughs> Everybody who's listening, listen to the diabetics, specifically this one. This one's our favorite. I mean, we don't pick favorites, but but if we know. had to, it'd be this one. Yeah, um, <laughs> listen Aww. to all the diabetics, but this but one first also and this one. So cute. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks, you guys. Uh, yes, so much yes. love. I hope you'll be calling we'll try your to representatives, find all everybody. Of who those are for different areas and link those as well. And and without further ado, I think we'll say bye. bye!